Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, you are a people sacred to the Lord your God. He has chosen you from all the nations on the face of the earth to be a people purely his own. It was not because you are the largest of all nations that the Lord has set his heart on you and chose you, for you are really the smallest of all nations. It was because the Lord loved you, because of his fidelity to the oath he had sworn to your fathers, that he brought you out with his strong hand from the place of slavery and ransomed you from the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt. Understand then that the Lord your God is God indeed, the faithful God who keeps his merciful covenant down to the thousandth generation toward those who love him and keep his commandments, but who repays with destruction a person who hates him. He does not dally with such a one, but makes them personally pay for it. You shall therefore carefully observe the commandments, the statutes, and the decrees that I enjoin on you today. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, let us love one another because love is of God. Everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Whoever is without love does not know God, for God is love. In this way, the love of God was revealed to us. God sent his only son into the world so that we might have life through him. And this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as expiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God. Yet if we love one another, God remains in us, and his love is brought to perfection in us. This is how we know that we remain in him and he in us, that he has given us of his spirit. Moreover, we have seen and testify that the Father sent his Son as Savior of the world. Whoever acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God remains in him and he in God. We have come to know and believe in the love God has for us. God is love, and whoever remains in love remains in God, and God in him. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Take my yoke upon you, says the Lord, and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. In 1673, Margaret Mary Alico, a French visitation nun, started experiencing visions of Christ. In these apparitions, Jesus revealed methods of venerating his sacred heart and conveyed his boundless love for Humanity. The visions depicted Jesus with his heart visibly exposed outside his chest, on fire, and encircled by a crown of thorns. Veneration included participating in a holy hour on Thursdays, 
We had one last night. And receiving the Eucharist on the first Friday of every month. Jesus instructed Sister Margaret Mary, saying, My sacred heart is so full of love for mankind, and especially for you, that unable to contain within itself the flames of its burning charity, it needs to spread them abroad through your means. That's interesting about receiving the Eucharist on the first Friday of every month. You see, this Feast of the Sacred Heart started in part because Catholics at the time, in large part, were not receiving Holy Communion. And this was due to a heresy that started by a Belgian professor named Jansen. His heresy was basically a rehash of Protestant heresies, such as the idea that man did not have free will meaning his sins were stronger than God's grace. For Jansenists, people were born that way and not able to cooperate in their own salvation. And thus they were predestined by God to salvation or damnation. Can you imagine God creating a person in his own image just to damn him? What kind of picture did this paint of Almighty God? It painted a dark one. The false perception then arose that God was a terrifying figure, distant and cold. It also led to very few people going to communion. As the Jansenist argued that a high degree of perfection, including non-attachment to venial sin, was necessary before approaching the altar. Of course, Christ did not will any of this. For he instituted the Holy Eucharist as a means of holiness for sinners. The only requirement for reception was that one be free of mortal sin. On June 16th, today, 1675, Christ instructed Margaret Mary to promote a feast dedicated to his sacred heart. He also revealed 12 promises for all those who venerate and spread devotion to the sacred heart. Jesus requested, I ask of you that the Friday after the octave of Corpus Christi be set apart as a feast to honor my heart by receiving communion on that day and making reparation to it by a solemn act in order to make amends for the indignities which it has received during the time it has been exposed on the altars. I promise you that my heart shall expand itself to pour out abundantly the influence of its divine love upon those who shall thus honor it and cause it to be honored. Listen to Pope Pius XII in 1956. When so many evils meet our gaze, such as cause sharp conflict among individuals, families, nations, and the whole world, particularly today, more than at any other time. Where are we to seek a remedy, venerable brethren? Can a form of devotion surpassing that to the most sacred heart of Jesus be found, which corresponds better to the essential character of the Catholic faith, which is more capable of assisting the present-day needs of the church and the human race? What religious practice is more excellent, more attractive, more salutary than this? since the devotion in question is entirely directed towards the love of God itself. None. This devotion to the love who became flesh, that heart which first beat in the immaculate heart, is more than ever necessary. <laughs> 